the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 92 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 11. I'm Liam, and I'm... 8. And you are 8. You're almost, you're a month and a couple days away from 9. Woohoo! So anyway, uh, right off the bat, two things to know right away before we go any further. Number one... Anna and Liam are still kind of sick. Liam, you went back to school today, but you were out most of the week last week. Anna, you uh, were out on Friday, and you're out again today. Uh, that didn't stop us from going to The Last Jedi two times over the weekend, uh, Thursday night, and then again Sunday morning in glorious IMAX 3D, and we are still basking in the glow of The Last Jedi. Uh, it hasn't even been out a week yet, and I feel like it's just part of me already. Um but I told I, kids at school yeah. it came out Thursday and we've seen it twice already. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's yeah, because you know we wanted to see it again and we did, uh, and we had planned for that you know and we went with your uh, with your grandma. So uh, the second thing, so the first thing is you might hear some coughs and that's just part of doing a podcast with sick people and not all of them are going to be edited out and that's okay. But you uh, gotta have a podcast then with popping and no podcast, right? That's what I say. Uh, now I'm healthy <laughs> and this sickness has not hit me yet. So, uh, we'll see. Crazy. <laughs> My voice f- feels a little funny right now. So hopefully <laughs> that doesn't mean that it's, it's coming. Um, but the second thing I wanted to say was that we're full spoilers again this episode. Uh, full spoilers. So if you haven't seen The Last Jedi yet and you want to not be spoiled, then stop listening now. Because from here on out, it's all spoilers. And maybe you're in one room and you're walking to the next room to hit pause really quick on the podcast because you don't want to be spoiled. So I'm going to just talk a little bit longer and give you time to pause it. Or maybe, you know, your phone is in your pocket and you're outside shoveling and your hands are are like inside of these big thick mittens, right? And it's super cold and you have to like reach into your pocket and pull out (laughs) your phone because the new update for iPhone stinks so bad. You can't just like click your little headphone thing maybe because your phone is not you know doing well with the new update um i feel your pain there so i think i've given you enough time though uh you know now so starting um, now yep spoilers. spoilers so get your phone out quick spoilers. Okay, so what happens in the last jedi is that we do this and 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 this we, gets murdered. we told I'm you. Like good enough to talk loudly. <laughs> we told you we'd be spoiling it. We weren't joking. Uh, so we saw it in IMAX 3D yesterday morning, and uh, I wanted to just really quick talk about some of the things that I noticed in the IMAX, showing that I didn't really even notice, uh, you know, the first time around, or or things that just were just better, right? Um, when Ray is, you know, walks into the cave to go see. It's like a tree cave, right? It's a cave mm-hmm. that's in a tree, I think. Or maybe it's the cave that goes below the tree. I'm not sure. Um, um, are we talking... Which cave are we talking about? The tree cave, I guess. The tree or not the dark the, side cave? Not the blowhole. <laughs> What's called a blowhole? 
Because the water spurts out of it. It's like a little blowhole, right? So when the waves, when the tide gets high enough. Anyway, but I'm talking about the Jedi, yes. The light side I swear. Uh Uh-huh. Ray called the force the tide once in there. She wasn't talking about the tide of the sea. She oh, called it the tide. Well, I swear. Oh, so we're talking. You're you're referencing the legends of Luke Skywalker, where yeah. uh, Luke at some point in between, probably Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, visits a planet where they call the Force the tide, and that's kind of how they know the Force. They call it the tide because it's an ocean planet. That's right. Um, interesting. I'll have to listen for that. But no, so the cave, like just seeing how the cave, how long it is, and like I didn't, I didn't really see the cave in the same way until I saw it in three D, and then I'm like, same. oh, I see it. It kind of comes in, it goes in more, right? I just saw it as like a a hole in the wall that she walked through, right? But it was actually a passageway, you know, just stuff like that. Or when the dreadnought at the very beginning comes out of hyperspace and it's just that boom, like, right in your like, face. What? <laughs> well, that was so good. Also, like that, those times when Kylo was like reaching out, I feel like I could just touch his hand. Don't do it. Like, li- but I was tempted <laughs> to. I was like, I seriously was like that. <laughs> I'd say no, stop. <laughs> no, but I, I just I wanted know, to touch it because it's like it feels like it's there. Right, it does. Like, like it's like right when I came in, I was like. Oh, I, I wanted to like just stick my hand right through it. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then at the but end, you killed Rose's sister. <laughs> right. How dare you? You'll pay for this. Ooh, revenge, huh? No, no, mm, no. Hurting those I'm a Jedi hates, way. Huh? <laughs> and I'm not trying to Kylo's hand. Go away, Kylo. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Rocket launcher. And one of the other things that I really loved, and I was like, right before it happened, I'm like, oh, this is going to look really cool in 3D, is when Ray uh, floated up all the rocks. And they come yes. out of the cave, and all those rocks are floating in front and stuff. It was I just, know, it's so cool. Oh, it was so cool. Um, but, so, like, those were things that I really, like, I really loved seeing in 3D. I just, I love 3D, I do. Um, but but really, not for the first time. Not for the first time, this time. Maybe next time? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, because, okay, so we went to a regular old 2D showing, which is fine, but I couldn't, there were things that I just, I didn't hear, you know? And it wasn't that I couldn't hear them, it's that they didn't sound as good, so they didn't, like, resonate with me in the same way. The sound in an IMAX theater is also way better. It's not just the visuals, it's the sound. It's way louder. Well, it's way louder, but it's also better. Like the surround sound, like when Ray and Kylo were talking, you could hear it coming from either side of the of the theater, right? Um, and with the two D showing, it was just kind of like the same either way, right? Anyway, I just I I really loved it. Um, one thing that I did not realize the first time around, and Anna, you tried to say it when we recorded last, I and did. I and I sort of I think I squashed whatever you said, you and I did. apologize. I apologize for that. Um, so I said that Yoda agreed with Luke that it was time for the Jedi Order to end because says, Luke says it's time for, for it to end. So you agree that it's time for the Jedi Order to end, and then Yoda says it's time for you to stop looking back some no. old books. Yes, that's time right. Time it is. Time it is. Yeah, and then pauses for you to et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yes. So, and I didn't catch that. I caught. I know. I did too. Okay. Awesome. I didn't. <laughs> so that's why we see the movie more than once. Uh, we're gonna get. There's gonna be a lot of stuff in this movie that uh, that we will see next upon time. repeated viewings. So one thing that that uh, that I've kind of been reading because I've been reading a lot of reviews and stuff. Um, 
I think to sum to sum up the internet to you kids right now, mm-hmm. the way the internet is reacting is um, there's this piece up on Slashfilm written by Jacob Hall, and I haven't read the actual article yet, but the title I think sums up how I feel about this movie, and it gives you an idea of what the internet is saying about this movie, and it is the title is. The Last Jedi doesn't care what you think about Star Wars, and that's why it's great. <laughs> you know, it takes all those chances, it, it does new things, it it doesn't care what you think it is, it's gonna tell you what it is, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people have had people have had problems with that. You know? And a lot of people have loved that. I love that. I know, me too. We we are on the side of loving that. We are on the side of loving that. I mean there's some parts yeah. of it where it's like Maybe that's taking it a little too far, mm. but most of it, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, listeners, you've heard our reaction to The Last Jedi in our last episode. So this episode, we're actually going to give a, uh, a turn to our listeners, uh, several of whom have sent us audio reviews of the movie. And uh, we're going to get into those really quick right after we talk about what kind of Star wars stuff we've been up to. Obviously, we've been seeing The Last Jedi a couple times. Yes. Uh, in addition to that, um, we played uh, two of the three levels that just came out that extend the story of Battlefront 2, the and Inferno Squad story. The end of it tonight. I'm hoping that we get to play the final chapter tonight. I don't know if there's re- going to be any more chapters released, so it may be the end end. Not going to spoil anything about the Battlefront game in case listeners, uh, you know, want to be playing that for themselves. But it is so good. What do you think of the the extension, the extended uh, uh, chapters so far, Liam? Uh, they're good. They're good? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it takes place later, and it's really cool to see how some of the characters have aged and what has changed, right? Yeah. That's, that's what we could say about that. What do you think, Anna? Uh... I mean, I can't believe that the next chapter might be the end. I know, I know. Like, it's sad, right? It doesn't seem like <laughs> it's gonna cut all, cut it all off. Mm, right. Um, yeah. Oh, and one one awesome connection with the Last Jedi is, and this isn't really a spoiler, but there is a there is a thing in Luke's, um, in Luke's house, basically on the on the island. Uh, it is a compass that you can see. Uh, and it is the compass from Battlefront 2 that we find, we see the point so at which awesome. Luke finds this compass and takes this compass. It's so cool. Um, really awesome connection. And the timing is just, it's perfect. You know, you play it and then like a couple weeks later you get to see it in a movie. It's so cool. And, uh, one other Star Wars thing that I'm currently kind of in the middle of is reading the last Jedi visual dictionary, which your mom gave me for an early Christmas present. Awesome. So awesome. I was so happy. So awesome. And on Star Wars, um, me and Liam also got Kindles. Oh, on Star Wars? Yeah. And that's exciting. You got an early Christmas present of Kindles. And I have four Sharina on it already. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. Well, let's let's get into our listener reactions uh, that, that listeners sent us. After seeing The Last Jedi for um, most of them for the first time. Uh, So let's get right into it right now. Hi, it's Alethea Nolan, and we're here to give you our reaction to seeing The Last Jedi. Nolan, what did you think? 
the the milk makers were gross. Yeah, they were pretty gross, huh? <laughs> and that milk was like blue green. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't drink and it. Luke tried it. We tried it when he got it. <laughs> that was not fresh. No. Well, that was fresh, but maybe <gasps> who knows what it tasted like. What was your favorite part of the whole movie? Oh no, Snoke. Snoke. You thought Snoke was pretty cool. Uh My favorite part was when Kylo and Rey were talking to each other. I think they have a special bond. I like Yoda too. Yoda was awesome. That was so funny when he bonked when he bonked him on the head. Yeah. So do you remember? I can't blow it up. Okay. I can't blow it up. So do you think that Rey's parents really were nobody? Yeah. No, I don't either. Because the spaceship takes off in her flashback, and Kylo said they were buried in a in a beggar's grave on Jakku. Yeah, I don't buy it. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, if you had to rank it, what would you say? Number mm. one, two, three, four in, of favorites. One is Phantom Menace. Uh huh. Two is Clone Wars. Uh huh. Three is number two. Uh Uh-huh. Four is... Thank you for that, Alethea and Nolan. Uh, So you'll remember, listeners, that they were uh, special Patreon guests on our episode 69 back in May. Uh, Can you believe that's been May already since we've had them on the show? Uh, Wow. Yeah, so The Last Jedi is number four for Nolan. What about you kids? I mean, if you had to rank... uh, If you had to say which, which number it is for you as far as your favorite... Where would you put it? With with knowing that you know your rankings might change because we've only seen it twice. Um, what would you say, Anna? Your I favorite. feel like my favorite is hmm, The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. I think are tied up there. Mm-hmm. Might change once I see it a few more times. Yeah. And then there's A New Hope. Yeah. And then blah blah blah. I yeah, listed sure, it in some sure. later episode. No, that's fine. On. That's fine. How about you, Liam? Where does The Last Jedi well, rank? I think The Last Jedi would be probably maybe my second favorite. Probably my favorite. Yeah. But that might change. That might change. My favorite. Yeah. But that's, that might change. Um, I'm going to say that The Last Jedi right now is uh, in contention for my favorite. Um, it is right now it's between that and Return of the Jedi. And that is saying something. Because Return of the Jedi has always been my favorite. Wow. And I don't know, this movie. Wow. That's uh, saying I mean, well, I'll have to watch it a few more times, but wow, it is just crazy. Something. So they don't believe that Ray's parents are nobody, quote unquote. Uh, you know, Ky- uh, Kylo says they're junkers. That's what that's what you know about them too, Ray. So if they're buried in a grave, then who is she screaming at to come back, right? That's the question. Um, If they're on Jakku buried, then who do we see leaving the planet in a ship, right? Well, my thought would be maybe that those aren't her parents in that ship that she's seen in a flashback, but just someone else. I never thought of that. Maybe it's just someone else she didn't want to leave. Maybe someone who was nice to her. I honestly never thought of that. Yeah, maybe. They they came and visited and said, uh, hey, we're going to take you away from this place. But then they left. And she's like, come back, please. I want to, you know, and then quiet girl, right? I don't know. Um, I can't believe I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows who's in that ship? Maybe that's a memory that she just made up, but then it'd be weird that she had it in a force vision, right? Yeah. You think you assume the force visions are accurate, right? Yeah. Um, 
Or maybe they just weren't leaving the planet. Maybe they were just getting transported to somewhere else on Jakku. Or they left the planet and came back. We don't know, right? Um, but we do know what Ryan Johnson thinks. In Entertainment Weekly, uh, this I'm going to just read this because I think it's really imp- really fascinating. And it doesn't necessarily tell us what is the truth, but it tells us what, you know, the writer and director of The Last Jedi thinks is, you know, in his mind, is what happened. Can I be Ray? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because there is a little bit of dialogue here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Liam, do you want to be Kylo? No. Okay, I will be. <laughs> and and he doesn't have, he doesn't wear his mask anymore, right? I mean, we, we kind of called that, right? We We called... Or at least I did, I guess that that his face would be his new mask, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he would he would choose to leave the mask behind because he doesn't need it anymore. Well, you see him leaving right? the mask behind, right? You see it, you see it happen. Okay. Take that ridiculous thing off. <laughs> yeah, Snoke is like, I can't understand you. Take it off. He doesn't say I can't understand you, but I do. I do like that. I love that scene. Ah, oh, Snoke was so good in this. Ugh. he was so pleased with himself. He'd yeah. smile and he'd kind of like, he'd kind of give this little shimmy with his, with his shoulders, you know, like, I'm really like, oh, how's it going? You know, that was just really weird. Um, and so confident, so overconfident. Um, your overconfidence is his, his, his overconfidence is his weakness. He's full of himself. He reminds me of a certain, uh, leader. Overconfidence. Quote, unquote, leader. Daddy. That, uh, we know in our own world. <clears throat> Uh, he even has orange eyebrows. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, which I don't think is an accident, but we're anyway, let's not get too political on here, right? Uh, okay, so so we'll do some dialogue. I'm Kylo, Anna is Ray. Do you know the truth about your parents, or have you always known? You've just hidden it away. Say it. They were nobody, she says, fighting back tears. They were filthy junk traders. Sold you off for drinking money. They're dead in a pauper's grave in the Jakku desert. You come from nothing. You're nothing. But not to me. That was good. Thank you. And at that moment, I'm like, you are the most horrible person in the world, Kylo. Like, what? What? Uh, just. That's so. That's so wrong. You know, like, you are nothing. But not to me. I care about you. Right. Like, uh, don't worry. I care about you. But nobody else does. You know. Uh, but you can trust me, right? Okay, so then the article asks, So is he telling the truth or playing on her emotions? And a confusing cave vision that she had, right? Writer-director Ryan Johnson prefaced his answer by saying, J.J. Abrams and Argo Oscar winner Chris Terrio are currently writing the next movie right now. And Johnson says, I can't speak to what they're going to do. And there's always in these movies a question of a certain point of view. But for me... In that moment, Kylo believes it's the truth. I don't think he's purely playing chess, meaning like he's not just saying that to get her think a certain way and, you know, like saying, if I say this, then maybe she'll do this, right? He's not doing that. I think that's, and then Johnson goes on to say, I think that's what he saw when they touched fingers and that's what he believes. And when he tells her that in that moment, she believes it. The easiest thing for Ray and the audience to hear is, oh yeah, you're so-and-so's daughter. That would be a wish fulfillment and instantly hand her a place in this story on a silver platter. So if it's given to her on a silver platter, that means she didn't earn it. She didn't earn her place in this story. It was just given to her. Yeah. Right? 
The hardest thing for her is to hear she's not going to get that easy answer. Not only that, but Kylo is going to use the fact that you don't get that answer to try and weaken you, so you have to lean on him. You're going to have to find the strength to stand on your own two feet and define yourself in this story. And that is why I am totally okay with Ray not having any parents that we've heard of before, with not having even force user parents. And I didn't think I'd be okay with it. I thought I wanted, you know, Ray Solo or Ray Skywalker or Ray Kenobi. But now, I mean, just reading that, I don't know. What do you kids think? Does that sound good to you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Well, that's thank you. If that's what he's going to do, that's what, what he, do. <laughs> well, that's what he did. Uh, JJ could change it, I guess, and say, "Well, from a certain point of view, Kylo was telling the truth." I really hope he doesn't, though, because that was a huge yeah, deal. I like and it. yeah, all right. Well, anyway, thank you so much for the the thoughts, Alethea and Nolan. Uh, let's hear who we have next. Hello, children of the Force. This is BB Kate coming to you all the way from Dublin, Ireland. Literally right in the middle of city center right now, so excuse the background noise. But I just wanted to give you some brief thoughts about Star Wars The Last Jedi. So we went to it the other night for the Irish premiere here, and it was so much fun. Um, As far as the movie itself, you know, like with any Star Wars movie, there's a bit of a processing stage. But, I mean, overall, the visuals were fantastic. It was super adventurous. Um, I kind of would have liked to have, like, a big I am your father moment or something like that. Um, But overall, it was good fun and really, really fun. I just said that, really fun. (laughs) But overall, a very enjoyable experience. And I can't wait to see it again and, you know, come up with some more concrete thoughts about my feelings about this all right so that's gonna do it for now i will catch you guys later and may the force be with you thank you for that kate uh so kate yeah was in ireland because she was hanging out with her blob of the hut crew uh because she's on blob of the hut and uh yeah that's really cool that she went to the premiere there so yeah, I think most people were expecting the big "I am your father" moment in this movie, right? Most people were expecting that I'm big sort answers. Of expecting that. We were thinking like, "Oh, we're gonna get the big answers," right? Uh, but instead, we got big changes, right? And not the way we were probably expecting. Snoke dies. Luke dies. Ray finds out her parents are just parents yeah. who abandoned her. Uh, yeah. So I mean, those decisions, those changes, sort of turn the trilogy on its ear, really, and make it. I don't know. I think that much more interesting and fresh. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but I get that people might be disappointed, maybe hanging on to a family connection. Actually, but. that that voicemail. Yeah. Like that sums up a lot of what I thought about this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. But the changes—they're so huge and unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm not sure what to think of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I think yeah that that's 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 why this movie this movie is is there's a, people who didn't get what they wanted you know and that's kind of uh that's kind of what happened with the prequels too you know people had a certain mm-hmm. view of what they wanted and they didn't get it they got something different and um 
you know, say in what you will. In my opinion, these are better than the prequels, oh. but that's just me. I, I agree. But say what you will about the prequels. I think, you know, Lucas had a vision and he executed that vision, you know? And it wasn't what people were expecting, old fans of the old original trilogy, but he kept going with it, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that's okay. Yeah. So thanks again, Kate. Uh, and... You can listen to Kate over on Blob of the Hut, like I said. Uh, also, her uh, podcast, Nerd of Paradise. So, speaking of podcasts, let's hear from someone who knows all about those. Hey, this is Steven at Roco Depot, and I just wanted to share some of my thoughts on The Last Jedi. Um, overall, I loved it. I thought the characters were great, I thought the story arcs for the characters were great, and I really loved some of the bold moves that Ryan Johnson did with the story. I really didn't see a lot of the things coming. And at the end of the movie, I was just like, wow, how are they going to top this for the third movie in the trilogy? Overall, loved it and can't wait to see it again. All right, so that's the guy, kids. That's the guy who counted all the times that you said Porg. Seriously? For, for a long time, yeah. Thanks! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, must have been hard work. Thank you. Apologize to the nice man. Okay, we're very sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm joking. I was I was responsible for for his pain too. I, I do not blame him for not doing the por- the porg count anymore. <laughs> uh, but he has a great question. How are they going to top this? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to kind of worry a little bit about about J.J. Abrams directing the next movie. A little bit. Uh, I was happy. I was one of those happy people when it was announced that Trevor O was not directing anymore. Uh, And I felt good about J.J. being back. It will be probably better with... It will be better with J.J. I think so, too. And I I hope that he expands on what Ryan Johnson did instead of... Instead of of, making it his own movie again. Well, instead of pulling it back. Right. Right. Um, You know, and do something else new. Right. You know, don't just mm-hmm. say, okay, those are the rules, now I'll stick with those. Do something else new with the ending. I, I don't, don't know. I really get how um, Ryan Johnson did something new. How is it new? Can you explain that? Okay, sure. Yeah, do, do, you, do you disagree, or are you just kind of wondering what I mean I'm when I say I'm just wondering it? what you mean. Okay, okay. I don't understand. Um, okay, so... Uh, well, I think we kind of talked about it the last episode, but like some of the new things were like new, like different force abilities that we haven't seen in movies before, right? Like the whole force projection thing, right? Like that's an expansion of the rules of the force. Right? I didn't know that force users. I didn't know that um, dead force users should, could, could shoot lightning out of the sky. There we go. That too. <laughs> um, you know, and then uh, just the a lot of like. Um, like there's flashbacks, right? Like there's um, there's Luke and Luke kind of confronting Kylo in his sleep, you know that whole thing. Like there's it's three different times you see that, right? Yeah, it, um, all in different ways. Yeah, and that's that's huge. That's a huge departure from like the traditional Star Wars <coughs> movies. Um, there's you know there's also uh, the fact that like the big bad dies in the second movie instead of living to the third. Right, like Snoke was set up as this, as the Emperor, basically. Right, like he lives through all three movies and then he dies at the end. You know, but but it's a huge difference for for that to that big bad to just be gone. There's also something to be said for the fact, and and um, uh, Evans 
wife Heidi, um, so Evan, we've talked about Evan a lot, but, um, on the podcast, uh, but Heidi sent me this article that talked about how, um, every major plot point turns is, is about basically has to do with a woman, uh, basic, uh, kind of like convincing a man to do the right thing. Basically. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, like, um, so it's very, it's a very, female centered movie and in that way it's very different from Star Wars too. I guess. Um, Rose and Leia sometimes does it and Ray does and it. Ray yes. Kylo. And Ray with Luke. Ray with Luke. Ray with Luke and Kylo. Yeah. And then Leia Rose with Finn. Uh, Rose Le- with Finn. Le- Leia with Poe. Po, yeah. And um um Amelyn with Poe. Yeah. Wow. Right. So, I mean, really? it's, wow. you know... Um, there's, there's four big women female characters. Yep. It's a movie about... Blast out. About awesome women saving the day. Basically. And that is different. Um, Instead of Finn saying, because it's the right thing to do, Ray is saying, because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that voicemail, Chris. And thanks again for all the work that you do reviewing podcasts over on, I guess, I, I think I've been mispronouncing it. I was calling it Roku, but it's Roco Depot. Roco Depot. So um, thanks again. All right. Let's hear from someone who wasn't a fan of this movie because there are plenty of those people out there. Um, so the critics, you know, like people who review it for newspapers uh-huh. and stuff, um, like 93 or 95% of them have 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 liked it according to the website Rotten Tomatoes which is like a it get takes all re, all the reviews and puts them together and gives you a percentage um but but it says and this is a little bit it could be it could have been changed because people can find ways to change this but the fan score is only at like 50 some percent which what? is really low um and That's I think it's really low. I think it's artificially low. I think people maybe like started a campaign to try to get it lower or someone wrote a code that just votes over and over again. That's what I heard. But at any rate, that doesn't negate the fact that there are some people who didn't think that it was uh, true, true to the spirit of Star Wars. Yeah, okay. It was, it, but I feel, I think it was too, but, um, but it also gave us new stuff. So in that way, you know, it challenged what Star Wars can be, I think in a good way. In a way that needed mm-hmm. to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But that's, you know. Just us. That, that's what I think. Uh, so let's hear it from Mark. Hey, Liam, Anna, and Al. This is Mark from California. I saw The Last Jedi last night in uh, theaters with some of my buddies, and I felt like this didn't feel, it didn't feel like a traditional Star Wars-y movie. It felt like something different. And I don't know that, I'm, I'm not saying that that's good or bad, but I felt like the plot was much more complex. And then I also felt like the humor was not as smart or as crisp as uh, the previous two movies in The Force Awakens or um, or even Rogue One. Uh, so those were my reactions. The, it's a more complex plot and it's not as Star Warsy as other movies, I think. And then I, I just didn't like the humor as much. I don't think Luke Skywalker is 
a funny character necessarily. He's, he's never been, he wasn't funny in the first three movies. We had other characters that were built to be funny. And in this movie, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't jiving with Luke Skywalker being a funny character. So that's my take on the last Jedi. I can't wait to see what other fans think. And I have one other question. Um, I have my three girls and I love listening to the children of the force. They are age 10, eight, and six. And I'm wondering, do you think I should take my 10 year old and my eight year old to the last Jedi? Thanks again for taking my comment. And I can't wait to listen to your reaction of the last Jedi. Well, thank you for listening, Mark. Uh, really appreciate it. And, I uh, hope you're kids like the show too uh yeah thank you thank you girls for listening also uh Mm -hmm. my initial reply is of course take your eight and ten year old take your six-year-old too but but as that's just our family like we said in a few episodes before exactly we talked about that different kids handle things differently it depends on what they watch yep and different families have different views on what is or is not appropriate say i would say take your 10-year-old and 8-year-old. Yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. And maybe your 6-year-old. Mm-hmm. If, if I was 6 years old, mm-hmm. I know my dad would definitely take me. <laughs> I did and take you to The Force Awakens when you were 6, and you had never... <coughs> I had never seen it before. I didn't know what was going to happen. Some things families are too concerned with. and That's so, true. Yeah. But... Not too concerned, just concerned they, with. Yeah. yeah, very concerned yeah, yeah, yeah. with. And that's your belief, but... Right, right. I would take them if I were you. I think, and I think, you know, it depends, right? Uh, If they've seen all of the other Star Wars movies and they don't get nightmares from them or they don't have to hide under their blankets when they watch them, then I'd say, yeah, take all of them, you know? Take whoever can watch those movies without, you know... Being really afraid, or it's if not they not as bad as Revenge of the Sith, Anakin burning up. I'll <laughs> well, that. right, and you none could still none of the parts in the movie are that bad. You could still don't watch that, but yes, um, none of the parts are that bad. Well, and Mark saw it. I mean, he knows what's in there, um, so that's why I'd say like it all kind of just depends on on what you feel about it, Mark, and what your kids have handled in the past. Anna, what do you have to say? I think that you should almost positively take your ten year old because. Mm-hmm. I feel like that—that's old enough. Yeah. Um, your eight-year-old probably, yeah. if you feel like they're ready for it, mm-hmm. and then your six-year-old, if you feel like you're ready for it, <laughs> if you feel like they're ready for it, right? Like, really depends it, on what you feel like they can handle and what they feel like they can handle. But it's, but it's also hard to take one kid or two kids and not the other kid. Yeah. Right. That can be really hard for the one who has to stay home. So I don't know. Uh, Mark, I'd be curious, Mark, to hear what you end up doing. Uh, you know, leave us another voicemail. Let us know how your kids handled it. Um, and, and about Luke being funny, um, the way I think of it is I try to think of Yoda in the prequels. And then I think of Yoda in Empire Strikes Back. In the prequels, Yoda is a Jedi master. He's the head of the council and he doesn't, he doesn't laugh a lot. The only sense that we get that Yoda has a sense of humor is when he jokes about Obi-Wan losing a planet in front of the kids, right? In front of the younglings. Aside from that, we don't see fun Yoda or silly Yoda or, you know, joking kind of a trickster Yoda, right? But then we get to Empire Strikes Back, the second movie of the original trilogy, and Luke 
lands on Dagobah, and what does Yoda do? He, he's messing with him. He's joking around with him. He's banging R2 with a stick, you know? Um, so I think the character of Yoda changed. And, and think about how old Yoda was in the prequels, mm-hmm. you know? And what's that, 15 years later or something, or 20 years later, then he, he's that different. I mean, he had how many hundreds of years of being one way, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. And then... And then he's a Joker, right? So, and, you know, I think I can tell, I can say personally, me with age, and I mean, not like I'm really old, but, you know, I, you start to take things, I think, especially we start to take ourselves a little less seriously, a little more able to joke about things. Um, would Luke be joking while living in exile on an island after his Jedi Order was wiped out by a pupil of his? Well? Yeah? Yoda was joking around while living in exile on a planet after... <laughs> After a Jedi helped wipe out the Jedi Order, so I don't know. I think it makes sense to me, but but I understand how what you're saying, Mark. Right? Um, it's kind of hard to accept because the last time we saw Luke in Return of the Jedi, he was very, very yes. solemn, very serious. Yes, um, and, uh, and in some ways, I like that side of him better. Yeah, but in some ways, I like this. Like, well, and he was still off the shoulder. See you later, kid. All that funny stuff. It's... He was grumpy. Yeah. Also, right he on was the also island. Grumpy, yeah. So. And that I think that makes sense too, because he'd be grumpy if those things happened. Uh, you know to what you, else? Yeah. I think that was really funny that Luke said. What's that? Okay, that is pretty much nowhere. <laughs> Jack who? Yeah. <laughs> right. Jack who? Yeah. I told, okay, um, I told my friend from school about that. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't watch the Last yeah, Jedi, but he, but he, he wanted okay. to. Yeah. No, and I was like, so this part in the movie, um, Ray's <laughs> like, I'm from nowhere, and then. Um, Luke's like, nobody's from nowhere. And then, and then, and then Luke's like, where are, where are you from? And then Ray's like, Jakku. Luke's like, okay, that is pretty much nowhere. So (laughs) Ray from nowhere. And then he just keeps talking. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's, that's great. So, yes. So I don't know. Um, I hear you, Mark, but for me, that characterization works for Luke. Um, Yeah. And if you have a rebuttal or something, right? I mean, I'd love to hear it. Uh, not that we're arguing, but, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear it. If you think I'm way off the mark, Mark, huh, um, <laughs> then uh, huh, let me know. Uh, if you think I'm way off, the mar- way off the mark about Mark, Mark, because yeah, we're talking about Mark Hamill, too, yeah. right? Oh, uh, anyway. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you like the movie more uh, the second time around, Mark. And thank you so much for the voicemail. And I should say that Mark actually has a podcast of his own. Uh, it is uh, the Ictus Marketing Podcast. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a marketing podcast, which might not sound like something that you're, you know, is up your alley if you're listening to a Star Wars podcast. Um, but, uh, and, you know, I, I was, uh, I had my trepidations also. But when I listened, I was like, oh, this is just a really good interview podcast. Um, and kind of the theme is marketing, but of course it goes uh, different places from there. So, yeah, and Mark's a great interviewer, and yeah, it's worth a listen. Uh, the Ictus, I-C-T-U-S, Marketing Podcast. So, cool. Thanks again, Mark. Let's hear who we have next. Okay, hi, Al and everybody. This is Sharon and Tina and Ian in the car on the way back. Do you want to go first, Ian? Uh, okay. I loved it. It was amazing. I don't know how, like, I don't know how to be better. I'm at a loss for words. You're at a loss for words. Did anything surprise you? I, I, I felt like the beginning surprised me. More than, like, that, like, the ending. Because, like, I've 
seen like a lot of like the trailers and like it focuses on like the actual main battle. So like it was so weird like the way everyone acted at the beginning. It, I don't know. It just wasn't what you expected yeah. at the beginning. Okay. Then at the end it was my influence how much effort that they put into it. Yeah, that was really emotional at the end, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I felt like it was both funnier and sadder than any of the other movies. Like, I, I laughed more in earlier. There's always been, like, a few jokes thrown in, but I felt like they started with the funny right away. Yeah. Um, and there were so many funny moments, but also, like, so many just like glimpses of people you got to care about for just a moment and then they'd get killed yeah I felt like it was it was much sadder in that way I definitely like uh how like she was about to eat uh like the pork meat but <laughs> yes. then he's like, this, like all the little pork got sad and I thought I kept looking at him like why can't you be a vegetarian like eat right <laughs> Yeah, I actually thought of Nowatzki's at that point because that was kind of a call-out for vegetarianism and veganism. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Those porgs were sure cute. I also liked how, like, they did the vision that I had. Yeah. It was so cool. It's like, this, snap, 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 snap. Right? Yeah. That was really cool. Also, like... How I at first when we didn't actually know that like her parents were junkers, um, I thought that like her parents were going to be the actual like physical force. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Uh huh. Um, Anakin Skywalker. That was a little bit. He actually had a real parent, but I still think the force could have done that. I I still have a hard time believing that her parents had, like, no particular connection to the Force. I have to sit with that for a little while, I think. Um, That doesn't feel quite right. I wanted her to be, like, the son of Luke. That would have been so cool. Or, I mean, the daughter. Daughter, yeah. It would have been so cool. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, lots to think about. I can't wait to see it again already. How about you? Yeah, I want to see I just want to, like, have it run through my mind, like, in school. Right. Tina, you got anything to say? No, I'm driving. Tina's driving. She's got nothing to say. All right. Rosenberg Mitchell, that's us. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for the voicemail. Thank you. Sharon and Ian, and thank you for prioritizing safe driving, Tina. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Um, So... So yeah, that was that's a lot to think about there. Um, Ian says by that by the end of the movie, it was mind blowing how much effort they put into it, and I'm not sure if he means you know like the resistance or if he means like uh, the filmmakers. Probably that, both. Yeah, well, and that's something that your grandma, right? My my mother in law, your grandma said at the end, she's like, "How do people think of this and do this?" Like she was more just yeah. amazed at like the effort it takes to yeah. make that movie. Right? She's like. How do people come up with these ideas? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, 
Yeah, so Sharon said it was funnier than sa- and and sadder than any of the other movies. Do you kids agree with that? Yeah, I I do. Yeah. I agree with that. Funnier, I'd agree with. Sadder, I don't know. Revenge of the Sith is still such a tragedy that I it... think funnier, I agree with. Yeah, but I'm not sure about sadder. Okay. Probably sadder. But yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I definitely agree with the funnier, but and I I mm. I agree with Liam completely mm-hmm. on this. Like. Definitely the funnier, probably the sadder. Yeah. Um, when uh, Ian was talking about the uh, the 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 force vision, the the mirror vision, uh, it reminded me of what Evan had said when Evan and I went out for uh, went out for a drink. What was that Thursday night? No, Friday night uh, to talk about the movie and um, and he had said that during that vision in the mirror, it was the first time there's ever been a voiceover. Like she was like narrating it. She's like, yeah, that was weird. That was so weird, oh, right? Oh no, because she was talking. She, I know, to she was Kyla. talking. She was talking to Kylo, but it was very it was weird. Though. It was very strange. Yet another thing that you know, like we'd never seen in a the Star cave, Wars movie. Was it the cave, cave, or the blowhole? When she was in the blowhole. The yep. Blowhole. Yep. I get confused. Yeah, I know. Well, the dark Can you side. Call it the tree now. The dark side yeah, cave. The tree. I and like the tree? calling it the tree. The tree cave and the dark side cave in the tree. Just in the tree. Can we just call it sure. the tree? Okay. The tree and then the cave. Gotcha. Yeah. Then they mentioned Chewie and the Porgs, and you know, so for me personally, I'll just say I'll just say what I felt about that scene for me personally because it it's is sad. It, it, I so I am someone who has done an extensive amount of thinking and reading about non-human animal lives and their emotions. Um, <laughs> Um, and the, for me, the scene wasn't a a, a laughter scene, even though I know those porgs looked very cute when they were sad and kind of pleading with Chewie. Um, but it was, you know, I just, it's hard for me to kind of like separate that from the, the reality of, of, of animals not wanting to, to be eaten, I guess. Um, so for me, it was. It was maybe just a just a little bit funny because it was fictionalized and it's in this fictional universe, right? Um, and you know, I could kind of kind of separate myself from it a little bit in that way. Um, but you know, when when the porgs were kind of out, when they first like released the fact that there's these things uh, called porgs and that they're on the island, the first joke that fans went to, and I think we even kind of went there not as a joke but as a we hope this doesn't happen, uh, is is that Chewie was going to eat them, you know? Um, and I kind of was hoping that they would just let that be a fan joke and that they wouldn't have actually put that in the movie. Yeah. But they did. Um, and for me, it's kind of up there with Malakili crying about the Rancor. Um, you know, he was sad that his friend died. I mean, it's funny, sort of. Eh. But... I don't know. I mean, it's meant to be funny. Right. I don't know. For me, it's but not. But it's for sad. some people, it is. It's, it's sad, sad, funny. This Sometimes, guy's, like best friend, just got murdered. Well, I don't know about best friend, but he did care friend? about, yeah, care about pets. Patissa. It's a pet. Yeah, it, it basically kind of. His pet got killed. Yeah, yeah. right. And pets are special to a right. lot of people. Yep, and it's kind of played Think for. About a, your, it's played for no, a laugh. That's going too far. It's played for a laugh, but uh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, something to think about. I, I appreciate that you had thought of us, Sharon, <laughs> during that yes. scene. Um, yeah, that's just, uh, you know, that's just one of those things that when 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 you think about animals in a certain way, then certain things in movies just come off wrong to you. You know, like, you just, I can't see it. I can't see it in the funny way. It's hard for me to see it that way. 
So I can. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess that's just me. Yeah, that's that's all right. That's some all right. And some people do. Yep. All right. Let's hear from my friend Jeff. Hi guys, Jeff here. Um, I just saw Star Wars: The Last Jedi last night, and I thought it was fantastic. Um, Disney and Star Wars continue to surprise and delight, I think, with this movie. And um, my review is pretty much all, all thumbs up. I loved um, how it, it felt a little different than previous Star Wars movies. And um, we also um, just had some depth to um, old and new characters in this m- movie. We had um, the further development of, of, of course, Luke Skywalker's character, as well as uh, Leia. Uh, but we also got introduced to some new characters, and we saw immediately that they had depth and backstories and um, some really cool interaction with other folks. And then, of course, the plot twists and surprises uh, were uh, almost too many to count, I felt like. In this movie, we had some fun cameos, and um, I really just loved uh, how they moved the storyline along in ways that, that did weren't conventional, I think, in some ways. Um, it, was, it was really cool to see um, the twists and turns with Kylo Ren and Rey, and uh, they kept you on your feet kind of the whole movie as to what was going to happen with them in terms of where, where they're going to move with the force of the dark side. Um, was she going to be trained? Uh, was Luke gonna, going to uh, join the fight? Um, and of course, uh, he did in a unique way. Um, and, and, and we see that this movie is also a, a bridge movie to the final movie. Um, and I think that it, it worked as a bridge movie in a lot of ways. And um, But it was also it stood in its own merits as well so those are some of my thoughts on the movie generally um i don't know if um <clears throat> you guys want us talking about uh plot points here at spoilers but i assume that your episode is going to be um prefaced with a, a spoiler uh alert so <clears throat> in terms of talking about specifics i really love the cameo by yoda and we had some yoda win- wisdom in the movie and um, that really helped redirect um luke and um, and also then of course the the, the whole idea of, of what the Jedi will be in this movie and series and, and what they'll become. Um, I was super surprised that they killed Snoke and that I mean there's so many surprises around Snoke. I mean they killed him and they didn't give us any clues to who the heck he was, uh, which was probably the biggest disappointment in this movie. Um, but that isn't a disappointment in the sense of like, oh, I hated this movie or uh, they failed us or that kind of thing. But it was a it was a huge like um, gap for me of like, who is Snoke? Who are these uh, red guards that are around him? I kind of assume that my theory, of course, is that they're the uh, Knights of Ren or the guys that left um, the Jedi training. But um, you know that those were a couple surprises. Um, I really love how Rey is really finding her own way through um, as a Jedi and not <clears throat> necessarily getting trained by Luke. Um, and that's I think we're gonna see a different kind of Jedi. Is my thoughts on that as she develops um, a really powerful one, but really grounded in as kind of Yoda was I think trying to point out that um, really grounded in this in this true sense of the Force and how the Force will always be there it's not something that belongs to us as luke said so those are some really cool things and um yeah i just really love the uh, the action in the movie some great saber battles um some really cool action uh with uh, loyalties changing and switching back and forth another thing that just blew me away that i think we had to talk about was uh leia who we thought died <laughs> and then she uses the force to come back from outer space and i mean just crazy stuff just crazy and um what does that potentially mean for the 
for the Rebel Alliance for um, maybe her training with Rey or helping Rey build up New Jedi Order. Um, so many cool things. But I, th- I also thought generally this movie just didn't leave as many loose ends and ties. I guess I'm just kind of still processing it, but it didn't feel like it left as many huge unanswered questions as the first one did um, that were as direct. But of course, there's still a lot of stuff we're, we're interested to see in the third movie. But, um, you know, we, we learned that, that Rey... Um, doesn't necessarily come from Luke Skywalker's lineage or any other one, but um, lots of lots of cool stuff in the movie, and I'm excited to see it more than once here. And I hope you guys enjoyed the movie as well, and <clears throat> look forward to your commentary on the movie. Thanks. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, those are some pretty well put together thoughts. So don't have a ton to comment on there, but um, except for he mentioned, you know, Le- Leia helping to train Ray, and I had never even considered that. But I guess that that makes sense. Um, I know she did get some training from Luke. Um, in Bloodline, we see her kind of working on some meditation stuff. Um, so I know that Luke had, you know, given her some things to work on. And, and those things aren't like fighting with a lightsaber or, you know, lifting rocks. Um, lifting necessarily. Rocks. Necessarily. Maybe they were too. But, um, but, you know, I think she could definitely be a help to Rey. Uh, in establishing some sort of way to maybe contact or find other other force users, like we see that kid at the end, you know, like is there going to be a way to put out the call and say, hey, you know, let's get together and help the resistance, users of the force, you know, you, 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 if you want to do good in the galaxy, let's do this, and that's why get I, out in the force, yeah, maybe right, um, like she knows what it feels like to to do like the force projection. Maybe there's a way that she can figure out to, you know, do that to find other force users. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how did the Jedi locate force users in the first place to find, you know, young kids who could possibly be Jedi? Was there a way that they did that? We know that, uh, Palpatine was using, you know, baby force users trying to harness their force energy in order to, um, so evil. to do, something to sort of uh, manipulate rea- the reality of the universe it, it something like that some like huge thing like that right kind of um so so maybe there's a way to to as a force user to to use the force to find other force users i'm not sure um no and and that's why i hope that the next movie gives a considerable amount of time uh like you know 5 years later or something right so that something like that can be established um because I don't know how they're going to end it otherwise. How are they going to build up something? I don't know. Who knows, right? Who knows what the next movie is going to be like. But I do agree with you, Jeff, that there aren't as many you know questions necessarily at the end of this one. Except for stuff like that, right? Um, it had a great ending. Uh, I like that it wasn't a cliffhanger necessarily. Um, I think that the next movie might suffer a little bit at the box office might make less money because of that because there's not going to be as many like oh we have to go see to find out who Ray's parents are you know like that's not going to be a driving factor for people to go see this movie but um, that wasn't a driving factor for me to go see this movie I think a lot of people went to this movie to to you know have some questions answered right and well I know but that's we're diehard Dana we're you know, we have a, we have a Star Wars podcast we're gonna go no matter what um but I do like I like that Disney. And Luke, you know, Disney was okay with Lucasfilm making that choice, right? Like, I like that means that Lucasfilm is able to do, you know, take risks and do what they want. Generally speaking, right? 
because they didn't have to set it up to make it so that people had to go to the next movie, you know? Because then it just seems it ends up being like a, a game, you know? How much can we make you want to see the next movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, what they did was, how good can we make this movie? Yeah. Right? And that's the better thing to do. So I really appreciate that. A lot of people said, can't wait to see it again. Yeah. So they're going <laughs> to yes. go see it again. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, the news just came out today that it's it has the second biggest opening in North America behind The Force Awakens. Uh, so The Force Awakens is still the biggest opening money-wise, and this is the second. I'm, I'd be curious to see how it does, like, next week or the week after, right? Because The Force Awakens is the highest, you know, moneymaker uh, ever in North America, at least. So, all right. Well, thank you for that that awesome voicemail, Jeff. Really appreciate it. And uh, listeners will remember that uh, that we were on the Boink Show, which is a puppet show that that Jeff uh, does, a really well-produced puppet show that he does, and he has guests on, and we were lucky enough to be a guest on that show. You could Google the Boink Show. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's great for kids. Yeah, and Jeff is also on Instagram as uh, G.I. underscore Joe underscore fan, G.I. Joe fan, uh, and posts photos of his uh, G.I. Joe action figures and uh, some really cool stuff. Uh, I love action figure photography, so that's something that Jeff does. So yeah, thanks Jeff for that voicemail. Uh, And uh, we just got one today um, from Amy and Emily, our our patrons Amy and Emily. So let's uh, give that a listen. Remember Amy and Emily reported from Star Wars Celebration in Orlando. Uh, for us they sent us reports and that was so awesome and emily yeah emily knows emily knows your pain of you know getting sick and getting sick before a big thing you know because you kids well liam you were sick before we went to the movie Annie, you basically got sick at the last jedi yeah (laughs) all right yeah all right well let's listen to their voicemail yeah you're fine you're fine hi this is amy hi i'm emily and we're here to give a quick review slash our thoughts on The Last Jedi. So, Emily, how many times have you seen The Last Jedi? Once. And what did you think? It was a lot to take in. <laughs> and I've seen it twice, and I still feel like it's a lot to take in. I've been thinking about it a lot since then. What was your favorite part or your favorite character? Rose. Rose was awesome. I thought that she was a fantastic new addition. I can't wait to see more of her. My favorite, uh, my favorite parts of the movie were the parts with Ray and Kylo slash Ben. Those were very compelling to me. Was there a part that you thought was really funny? Um, when Luke gets this like drink, I don't know what drink it is, um, from this creature on the island. That green milk. Yes, <laughs> that was kind of gross and funny at the same time, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, now, did you have? There was lots of like really awesome creatures in this movie. What was your favorite creature? Porks and uh, caretakers. The porks and the caretakers. The porks were so funny and so cute, weren't they? <laughs> there you go. And my, I really loved. I know they're not technically creatures, but I really, I loved a lot. I thought they were all really cool creatures. The caretakers were my favorite. I really relate to like the, all the hard work they do over and over and over again without much thanks. They seemed like moms. So overall, I think we liked it. We're not really sure where it fits in our rankings, um, but we definitely want to see it again, don't we? Yes. 
All right. Thanks so much for uh, letting us share our thoughts. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Amy and Emily, for sending us that voicemail. Uh, yeah, they had some good questions there. Favorite character. I don't even know if, we, uh, if we've asked that question yet on our podcast. So, nope. Who is your favorite character in this movie, Anna? I think it was Leia. Leia, yeah. Liam, how about you? I'm going to have to go with either Leia mm-hmm. or Poe. Poe. Leia or Poe. Poe is awesome in this movie. Awesome, period, in this movie. Uh-huh. He is just awesome. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, he makes some mistakes, right? He learns a lesson and all that stuff. Yes. But, and, but that's that's the awesome part, right? Like, I'm sad he wasn't in the last movie more. Oh, yeah. He's just yeah. boom. Yeah, you're, la- you're glad that like, he had a major part. I'm sorry, but this is what I'm going to do, and I just blew up a giant ship, and you're <laughs> supposed to be saying you're welcome <laughs> instead of getting super mad at me. And he's just like, no, I'm going right through this. But you, He doesn't stop to say, like, oh, I'm sorry. He's just like, nope, here we hmm. go. Let's just blow Very these things strong. up. Interesting. Sometimes not in a good way. Right, I mean, that didn't really kind work out for himself. him, though. He is, right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's not, like, the best qualities. But you really appreciated him as a character, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily he was not necessarily a role model, but uh, but a great character, yeah. right? Yeah. In that way, I would say for me, <laughs> I mean, I, of course, Leia, right? And I oh. and I loved Rose too, and I I just feel horrible saying this, because, but I loved Snoke. Like, I thought, like, I mean, I already talked about it. Just the way I loved the characterization of Snoke. He was so full of himself. And I just loved how they, uh, Andy Serkis just, uh, I don't know. He just, he gave it his all. He chewed the scenery. He, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, it was a motion capture, but they, it was so brilliantly done. And his death was Is so artistically done. Uh, Yes, yeah, motion capture, yeah. So, I mean, that was Andy Serkis there acting, and then they put the, you know, digitally put Snoke over his face, basically. So, you know, Snoke's expressions and stuff, those are Andy Serkis' expressions, but just Snoke's face making them, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, I just, I was so happy to see him more and to, to get to experience him before he died, and I was also so happy that he died. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so happy. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, that's, it's kind of a weird answer. I know, but I mean, of course I loved, I thought Rose and Finn and, and Poe and Leia and Haldo and, Haldo. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were all, they were all great. Uh, and then, yeah, favorite creature, they said, uh, I mean, I think, Pogs. can I assume that it's Porgs for both of you kids? <laughs> No, you can't. <laughs> no, okay, Anna, Porks? Porks. Okay, Liam? Um, Porks. Porks, all right. Actually, no. I think the caretaker creatures and the Porks tie. Yeah, so... so uh, I also think the Volpteses are way cuter. Volpteses? When you see them, like, oh, walking yeah. around, how they yeah. walk around, they're kind of like... Hew, yeah, they're, oh, yeah, they're they, really they cool. They are my second favorite character. I, I love that they were a plot point, too. Like, they had a role in the movie, you know? Yeah, like, they, they were, how they found their way out of the cave. Um, I... I think I'm also gonna. I, I like Poe because he's headstrong, and I also like him because he's hilarious. Hmm. Permission to ex- jump in an X-wing and blow something up. Permission granted. Right. Oh, heck, how did he get in here? 
So, yes. Um, back to the caretaker creatures, and we talk about Avatar a lot in this in this podcast. Oh yeah. And uh, there's that scene where Ray slices the rock in half, and it tumbles down. <laughs> And it smashes the cart that the caretaker creatures are, are pushing. And my cabbages! in my head, I hear my cabbages. That's what uh, which is, said. Yeah. Between the first time he saw it and the second time he saw it. Mm-hmm. So, in the second time he saw it, when that happened, I whispered in his ear, My cabbages! Right, which is an Avatar joke if you've watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Which I know and someone who listens to this podcast yeah. has. Yeah, right. And if you, if, and if you haven't, you should. Do it. Uh, Kat has, has Kat. Uh, she's a big Avatar I fan. I will yeah. so. mind trick you to watch it. <laughs> right. And then I won't have to mind trick you anymore to keep finishing it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back to, and back to Avatar, uh, I think that this, this movie really kind of teased that Kylo would be a Zuko. It uh, did. but I shouldn't say much more because I don't want to spoil Avatar. All right. Anyway, um, because if people haven't seen it yet, well, you need to watch it. Um, Me too. Yeah. So thank you again for that voicemail, Amy and Emily. That was awesome. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we're going to get more voicemails or at least emails and, and other good, good ideas and stuff. But I think this will be probably enough for, uh, for this episode. Uh, but we'll get to more reactions from from listeners on our next episode, which may be next week or the week after. I'm not quite sure. You know, we got we got the winter break, and we might just end up not recording on winter break and kind of take it easy. Not sure. Um, but I'm wondering if uh, kids, if you have any final thoughts. You know, we've we've watched it a second time. Anything else that you really want to talk about, Liam? Could you tell me something about you've read more of the Visual Dictionary than I have? Could you tell me something about the caretaker creatures on Octo? Because um, I haven't read that page yet. Well, they have a village. Um, they have a village on Octo. On the island. On the island. Yeah. They have a village. Yeah. And um, they also have like weird. Eh, I don't know. Okay, but there is a village like beyond like not. It's not just they don't just they don't live at the Jedi Temple. They have a village. They have their own village. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to read more about that. Yeah, uh, really quick, uh, I was wrong about the biohexacrypt. I swore that biohexacrypt was going to be the thing that Finn was in. That's what that was called. But Finn it actually naked leaking bag. Yeah, it was not the Finn naked leaking bag. Uh, it was something to do with the hyperspace tracking thing. Which, by the way, when in Rogue One, when Jin was on Scarif looking through the computer and, and searching through the database and stuff, she said that there was something in there about hyperspace tracking. So that's cool. A little connection there. Uh, yeah, so the biohexcrypt had something to do with that. Uh, and uh, I was right about the spirit of the trailer. You know, when, when Ray and it looked as if Kylo was reaching out to Rey, and she was saying, I need someone to show me my place in all of this. I everyone, no. Like, no. everywhere at school right. was like, oh well, my gosh, Rey's going to turn to the narcissist. Well, I was like, <laughs> my dad said that there was different lighting, so it's probably not the same and scene. I was right. It wasn't the same you. scene. I was right about that. It right, wasn't the same scene. because I saw Rey saying that, and I was like, yes, it's not mm, the same scene. She was scene. saying that to Luke. Like, yes. But I was also right that the... I thought that this kind of the, the, the spirit behind that was going to be true. And that was that, that Ray and Kylo would be communicating in this movie and that she would be tempted by him to go to the dark side. Right. Which is true. And that she would look to him maybe it's true. to show her place in all of this. And she did. 
You did. You know, neither of them were alone. They had each other. And that was so... Like Amy Like I said, said, it was a miracle that, that that was okay with me. It made me think that, you know, Kylo wasn't 100% bad, right? Like Amy said, yeah. one of my favorite parts is yeah. their connection. Yeah. It's like... Uh awesome it's um, it's crazy it's like the first thing we've seen like that's it's like Star Wars. terrible and it's also awesome. it's terribly awesome and awesomely terrible and it's just awesome also i and have like, a really I hard time with it because wanting them to be friends oh yeah right i couldn't help that i was he, like he could use be friends. He, could, he could yes kylo needs a nice friend and uh <laughs> because he doesn't but, have any friends because any friends that he gets but but i think that also like um it's not on ray to be that nice friend you know there's the idea that like everybody has good in them but that's that doesn't necessarily mean that that it will arise and also that you as a person need to put yourself in that position of trying to find the good in them right they need to work on that themselves it's not ray's job right she shouldn't be risking her own safety to to try to, you know, bring Kylo to the light, right? That's right. not that's not on her. It's on him. All right. Wow. Well, what an awesome episode. I'm so glad to get all these voices on this episode, uh, hearing what our listeners think of The Last Jedi. And uh, if you are a listener who hasn't sent us a voicemail, do that. That'd be awesome. Um, you can do it uh, over on speakpipe.com slash children of the force from a computer <laughs> from a computer just click leave a voicemail and, and record your review and let us know what you thought you can also let us know what you think in these other ways on twitter we are at force children on facebook we are children of the force our email address is forcechildren at gmail.com Our website is www.childrenoftheforce.com And uh, and of course, as always, thank you to all of our patrons and you can uh, support us over on patreon.com slash childrenoftheforce Your support allows us to do this podcast and make it better. And finally, uh, you know, leave us a review, whether it just be clicking some stars or uh, we'd love a written review over on iTunes uh, or anywhere else that you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. All right. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the Force be with you.